Hello again from Backwoods Theology. It's great to be with you once again. Uh, we know that God's been good to you since we have last been with you, and we're excited about today's podcast that we're going to be giving to you. And we're just thrilled to be able to get together and make some recordings. It's been a while since we've been able to sit down and spend some time. And uh, we are just um, ready, ready to go. Our Bibles are open. We pray that you're ready. Sometimes I wonder what you all are doing when you are listening to this. I've heard that some people... What do you do, Chad, when you listen to this podcast? Here we go again. Wow, I tell you what, <laughs> I get stuff done. <laughs> I listen to it when I'm running the sawmill because I yeah. have headphones on and I listen to it. I know that some say they listen while they're clean. I know my daughter, Rachel, she cleans at the church. And so she listens to it while she's cleaning. And, you know, I've just, I've enjoyed as people come up and say, hey, what's your next podcast going to be? And, yes. And it's just fun. I have a gentleman um, in our in our church. Uh, he listens at work and um, he works around people, works around, and but he puts in his Air, AirPods and and just, he goes, I love it when you guys because right, he, I think they get uploaded on Fridays, and he'll listen that Friday, and then he'll re-listen again on Monday, and just he just enjoys it. I don't my, know why. My but. brother actually called me today. He's like, "Hey, I'm listening to your podcast. I have a question." <laughs> so you know, we're we're thankful because, and and part of the reason to be clear, Josh, you probably listen. You know, so that you can make sure that you said something the way you wanted it to be said, or that it was understood the way you want it to be understood. Um, but I, do you know how you just don't like the sound of your own voice? So I don't want to hear. Mm. And if I said something stupid, then I know you'll let me know because you're listening to it, and you can let me know if I said something stupid. But you never say anything stupid. Oh, I do. Thing. I'm sure I do. Well, Confident you should listen to it just so that you'll have a greater heart for your wife who has to listen. Who to has your to voice. listen to it? Also, you know, right? that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. I love you, man. Oh, Colbert. my poor wife. <laughs> <laughs> my wife doesn't listen. She doesn't listen. No. She, she listens to you enough. She doesn't huh? listen to the podcast. Let me finish my statement. <laughs> you said. Let me finish my statement, Chad. <laughs> you, you heard it here on yeah. Backwards Theology. Yeah. Justin Lovelace does not listen. <laughs> huh. To the podcast. Okay. And since she doesn't listen, she won't even know we said this. This yeah. is true. Yeah. But yes. you're going to know you so said it. So if you're it. listening, do not text or message That's Dustin right. Lovelace. Yeah. If you See how long we can keep right. this a secret. <laughs> this is about two and a half minutes into the show. Yep. Yep. If you're looking to bookmark it's gone it. downhill. <laughs> okay. Man, she doesn't she's halfway through the first episode. <laughs> I mean, I at least have listened to that one. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Well, we've got an exciting topic today, which I'm excited about. Yes. And Me too. I love mysteries. I always have. I love Sherlock Holmes. I love mystery shows. Right now, when I do my eBay business late at night. I listen to Columbo. I love the Columbo show. Columbo. Love it. <laughs> I love it. You know right from minute one who the murderer is. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole show, you're thinking, how in the world is he going to prove this? And I've always loved mysteries. It's, uh, this past week, Angela Lansbury died. Yeah, Murder, mm. She Wrote. Who was the famous yep. Murder, yes. She Wrote. Yep. And I've watched or the all teapot. of those. And, that's right. Yeah. I've just, I've always loved it. But the mysteries in the scriptures is a little different. So mm. uh, we are going to be just talking about, and I would use the word doctrine, the doctrine Agreed. of yeah. the mystery in the scriptures, because much false doctrine has been derived. They, they are ignoring the doctrine of the mystery. Now, they're not rightly dividing, but... They are also not accounting for the doctrine of mystery in the scriptures. Um, anyway, I'll just open it like that. Uh, there's some false doctrine today that is really gaining some traction, which um, if what they are so, if, if what they are teaching is so, which is not, but um, they completely deny what mm -hmm. Paul says about, behold, I show you a mystery. So anyway, I'm just trying to whet appetites and trying to get people ready for what we're going to do. Uh, so I think Chad's going to start us off. And so, Brother Chad, why don't you get us to jump in the water here? Yeah. So a lot of our 
uh, podcast content is just born from our own study and our own, you know, Bible time, our own preaching. And so we don't uh, intentionally formulate content and say, okay, we're going to spend three weeks. It's just, you know, out of our own study. And so I was, I'm reading through the book of Matthew. I just finished reading through the book of Matthew in uh, my own my own personal devotions. And as I'm reading through uh, different parables, you know, the wheat and the tares uh, uh, parable in Matthew chapter 13, and then reading through Matthew 24, um, and all these, these, these different passages, there's a particular passage that speaks about the two women at the mill. Um, the two women who are grinding at the mill, Matthew 24, 41. Okay, Matthew 24, 41. Uh, really, I'll start, begin reading in verse, so, man, you have to always give the context. Right. The context Especially is, in Matthew 24. Yeah, all the way back in Matthew 24, verse 1. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another, there shall not, that shall not be thrown down. And this is, here's the key question that Jesus is answering mm-hmm. in, in the rest of uh, his, you know, Matthew 24 and, 25 and Matthew 25. Well. Yep. Right. So the disciples, as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? Then, verse 4 says, and Jesus answered. So everything that Jesus says from here through 24 and 25 is answering the question that's asked in verse number 3. And so, as if you're perusing through this, you were to skip down, for example, to verse number 40. Jesus says, then shall two be in the field, the one shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, the one shall be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. So I have heard it preached and myself even uh, wrestled with, you know, is this talking about the rapture of the church? Mm. You know, when we hear about one, uh, two in a field, one taken and the other left behind, you know, you know the whole Tim LaHaye yeah. left behind yes. series. Um, these are questions that if a Christian doesn't, rightly divide, he can begin to think that this is speaking to him as as a member of the church, as mm-hmm. part of the body of Christ. So here's how understanding what a mystery is helps us greatly. So let's go to, I'm in 1 Corinthians 15, but even in my, my Bible app, just searching for the word mystery and what is the nature of a mystery, okay, um, I'm just going to read some passages that use the word mystery, and we can use Scripture to define what a mystery is. Is that fair? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, 1 Corinthians 2.7 says, But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, comma, even the hidden wisdom, comma, which God ordained before the world unto our glory. So when I am trying to understand what the Bible is speaking of, when it uses the term mystery, I understand, it's defined for me in 1 Corinthians 2.7, it's hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory. A mystery is something that has to be, so it's, it's hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world, but it's something that is at some point revealed. Okay, so what your Columbo reference, at some mm. point, the murderer is revealed. So 1 Corinthians 15, 51, Paul says, Behold, what does it mean to behold? You know, look, look pay attention, it. look. Yeah. I show you a mystery. I show you a mystery. Um, Ephesians 3, 9, okay, uh, Paul says as part of you know, his, his purpose, his desire, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery. So a mystery is something that has to be seen. Paul sees 
himself as having the responsibility of helping men see the mystery or the mysteries. I think there's seven of them in the New Testament altogether. Um, Ephesians 1, 9, having made known unto us the mystery of his will. Okay, in all these accounts, you see that a mystery is hidden wisdom that God reveals. Would you um, add Romans 16? Yes, sir. Verse yep. 25? Yep, go ahead, read that. Now to him that is power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation. So there's the revealing. Yep. Of the mystery, mm-hmm. then it would define the mystery. Am, am I right here? The de- definition of the mystery would be right after that, which was kept secret since the world began. Yep, and if you're comparing Scripture to Scripture, that's consistent with 1 Corinthians 2.7, right? So I have a Bible app open, you have a Bible app mm-hmm. open? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can see in 16.25, there's the mystery which was kept secret since the world began, and then 1 Corinthians 2.7 a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Yeah. So we see, you know, in the in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established principle. And in Romans eleven twenty five, Paul says, "For I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits." Okay. So there's consequences to not understanding a mystery. mystery. Yes. You can be wise in your own conceits. Okay, so, so you may know something, but it's wisdom that's built upon your own conceit, your own um, ill-contrived ideas, your conceits. So we're saying, uh, just trying to build, I, always, I take a long time usually to build my bases. But the point is, is that if you don't understand the mysteries, you're going to struggle with passages like Matthew 24. Correct. Mm. So the mystery in 1 Corinthians 15, right? Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Okay, so he's addressing the issue, okay? When Christ removes the church... And there is that resurrection that takes place when he removes them. What happens to the people that are still alive? So the rapture answers the question, what happens to living saved people when God is going to resume working uh, with Israel? When that Mm. 70th week is about to begin. So this is where he says, um, we shall be changed. The dead shall be raised incorruptible. We shall be changed. And, and, the rapture is fleshed out for us elsewhere, First Thessalonians chapter 4. Okay, so you can look at those at a later time. But here is the point. Before Paul reveals it in 1 Corinthians 15, guess what? It wasn't revealed. Right. Which means it was a hidden thing, the Bible calls it, right? Correct. In 1 Corinthians. Um, hidden wisdom. Correct. And in Romans 16, it was kept secret. Since, Since the, the world, world began. began, which means before the mysteries revealed, behold, I show you a mystery. Before that revelation of that mystery, what you would say, uh, Brother Chad, in this passage is the mystery of the rapture? Yes, sir. Yep. Okay. So before the revelation of this mystery, it was kept secret. Correct. Nobody knew, hidden wisdom, but secret since the world began, mm-hmm. which means it's not in Matthew 24. Correct. Now, when we, when we understand right division, we understand that in Matthew 24, who is it that Jesus is dealing with and is speaking to? Mm-hmm. Well, he's dealing with Israel still. Yes. And when Paul is speaking to Corinth, right, at the preaching of Stephen, Israel has rejected uh, Christ to where God has put them on... You can correct my terminology, if you will, but the mystery of the blindness of Israel Mm -hmm. has begun. They're set aside for a time, and God's going to work through the Gentiles to bring unto a people, uh, bring unto his name a people for his glory. I think it's Acts 15. He says that. Uh, James says that. So when we read in Matthew 24 about two in the field, one's taken and the other left— two women are grinding at the mill, one shall be taken and the other left. That 
is not the rapture of the church. Hmm. So then the question is, well, what is he speaking of specifically? That's a good point. All right. So I'm going to kind of ping pong this ball back to Brother Wiley (laughs) in Matthew 24. All right. When he says there's two in the field, one shall be taken and the other left, two women. And then you have within, okay, the whole context of this is their question in verse 3 of Matthew 24. But you have the sheep and goats judgment in Matthew 25. You Mm -hmm. have the wise and foolish virgins. Um, What is going on? Well, Unlike a politician who's asked a question and doesn't answer the question, you know, politicians <laughs> are, are famous for talking a lot but saying nothing, mm. completely avoiding questions. Mm-hmm. Christ does not avoid the question. So if you have a red letter edition, which I don't, but if you do, you will note that after verse 3, Christ is speaking, and many times we end at chapter 24, but... Um, In chapter number 25 as well, he is continuing to answer the question that he was asked in chapter 24, verse 3, when shall these things be? What shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? Hmm. Can I pause for a minute or for a second? When, When we think of the Lord's coming or when they think of the Lord's coming, they're thinking totally his second coming, and the beginning of the kingdom of heaven. Correct. In Correct. their mind. Correct. So they have no idea about some kind of catching up of saints to uh, the church. So go. I'm sorry, go ahead. Right. So I think it's important as well that we stick with our principles that we've set. Whose mail are we reading? Who is he talking about here? You will notice um, the elect is mentioned three times uh, in this passage. Um, When we can't properly define who the elect is, notice in verse um, three times uh, elect is used. and, And there is a difference between Paul saying elect for Christ's sake. That's a difference between... God's elect, mine elect, the elect. Hmm. That's different. Um, For instance, verse 22, and except those days should be shortened, that there should no flesh be saved, but for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Um, You'll notice verse 24, that they... They shall deceive the very elect. Notice that use of very elect. Um, and so... And so, can I jump in again? Man, yes. I just, so, and, and he's giving them a chronology, right? And he Correct. gives them the benchmark in verse 15, right? Which is the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place. And then in parenthesis... Whoso readeth, let him understand. Correct. Right. So he's giving us a benchmark. Yeah. A time. A time marker. A time marker there. Then you will notice <clears throat> all the Jewish references um, that is given, because again, if we if we think this is written to the church, what what do we what do we do with verse thirteen? I mean, this is where those who believe, well, you need to be faithful all the way to the end to be saved. Well, they get it from this verse. Well, it's not even talking to the church here. It's Mm -hmm. not even, not even, but he that shall endure unto the end. The end of what? They take it the end of your life. No, the end of what? The end of that 70th week. The end, that's the book of Zechariah that tells us those who actually endure the one third that will survive, Mm -hmm. God will bring them through the fire. Um, we see the, the, uh, abomination of desolation mentioned in verse 15. Then we see the principles of Rome of revelation 12, where God says upon Eagle's wings, he will take them into the wilderness to protect them. Um, we see that that's the flight that is mentioned where he says, 
uh, verse 19, and woe unto them that are with child and to them that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. Well, what does that matter to us Gentiles? That's right. right, right. That doesn't matter to us. It's obviously Jewish. For then shall be great tribulation. Notice the chronological, such as was not seen since the beginning. And so we see the great tribulation. Well, then we see chronologically again, verse 27, for as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Because remember, that's what he was asked. What shall be the sign of thy coming? Mm-hmm. For wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. That's Revelation chapter 19. You can read that. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, those days, the days that Christ has described, shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. The powers of heaven shaken, that is a reference to the war in heaven, Hmm. that Christ is literally going to fight his way to the earth. Notice it's chronological, the very next thing. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man. So the sign of the Son of Man is not the sun, moon, and stars being darkened. The sign of the Son of Man is the heavens rolled together as a scroll. That is the book of Isaiah... Is it 29 or 34? I always Mm. get those two mixed up. Um, It's actually 34 and verse 4. And all the host of heaven shall be dissolved. That's the the reference in um, verse 29. And the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And the heavens shall be rolled together as a scroll. That's the sign of his coming. And all their hosts shall fall down as the leaf falleth off the vine and as a falling. Notice the fig tree in Isaiah 34, verse 4. (laughs) If you go back to Matthew 24, verse 32, he gives a parable of a fig tree. tree. Mm. Oh, let's just talk about fig trees after I've just random thoughts, you know. So it's, it's very chronological. So heavens are shaken, then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man which is rolling together as a scroll. We have the gathering of his people in verse 31. The parable of the fig tree goes right with it because that's Isaiah 34 and verse number four. Because um, that, again, is a sign, the falling fig from the fig tree. And that's why he gives the parable of the fig tree in verse 32. These are all signs of the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And by the way, the very... Use of the word second coming denotes that there was a first coming. When did Christ come for the first time for the church? You yeah. know, mm-hmm. so the second coming is for Israel. Um, just like we cannot claim these promises because they are not for us, they are for Israel. Israel cannot claim the rapture, it is not for them. Mm. So then we get into the judgment of the nations, chapter number 25. And so, I don't know if I answered your question, but I, I was well, just trying to ask. walk through it chronologically, show that Christ is just walking them right through. All right. So Then when after we... he comes, he brings the judgment to the nations, which begins his kingdom. And that's the 25th chapter of Matthew. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's answering the questions that he's asked in 24, verse 3. So when he says in verse 40 and 41... Two shall be in the field, the one shall be taken, the other left. The one that is left is actually the one who will inherit the kingdom. You want, yeah, yeah. You want to be left. The rapture, if this is the rapture, you think the one taken is the one you want to be. Correct. You don't want to be the one taken. You want to be the one left. Correct. Yes. Yes. But what about the Left Behind movies? (laughs) They they reference this. There's references to... right. Uh, I'm just, I'm kidding. But it is but. worth saying if you, and here's where I'm, I'm speaking to the, the YouTube consumers. Okay. So if you use YouTube as a medium for learning 
things about the Bible, anybody can take a scripture, put it on a screen, put some music with it that's dramatic, follow it by um, catastrophic things that are going on in the world today, and lure you into thinking that some of the things that are spoken of in Matthew 24, which are expressly within the context of the tribulation, yes. and making you worry about building a bunker yes. to survive that time that you're not going to be here for if you're saved right. by the blood of the Lamb. That's right. So it does have practical implications in your life. You know, people that... Um, I'm just, you look around the world that we live in and it ain't getting better, but we're not preparing we sh- ourselves to live through um, the tribulation. We're not. We're here to be uh, faithful stewards of the mysteries of God. We're to witness, we're to disciple. Again, going back to um, taking verses out of context or not understanding the audience or the subject matter. You reference twenty four thirteen, um, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall sure, be saved. Right. Um, that's not talking. Well, we already talked about that. But verse fourteen, the Bible says, "And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come." And I've heard several references, even recently, of of. The end won't happen till the gospel's gone everywhere. Sure, you know what I mean. It's sure. like, oh, well, God's spreading His kingdom, and 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 the gospel's going to every nation. That's not what that verse means. Okay, we've already discussed the gospel. Right, it's I the think. everlasting gospel and revelation that's, right. that's being. Preached. This is talking about a different kind of gospel. This is the gospel of the kingdom. You know what it says? Um, this is the tribulational preaching that the angel preaches of the everlasting gospel. Again, I think we already covered this one. Maybe I'm kind of repeating myself. But it's important to know Matthew 24, there's no rapture. There's no um, church. Those are all mysteries sure. still. Right? Could could we, because I can, I can hear right now the chewing of nails to what Brother Chad said, or what you both said about... The one left is mm, the one mm-hmm, we want. Mm-hmm. I can I can hear yeah. them chewing their nails yeah. now because they've never heard that. Can we go back and address that just for a second? So yeah. what we're saying, okay, no, I can do. <clears throat> I, I yeah. mean, look at context in Matthew twenty four verse um, thirty seven. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took, took them, them all, all away. So the ones who are taken away <laughs> are taken in judgment. Right. Yeah. So shall also the coming of the son of man be. Mm-hmm. So those who are taken away are going to be taken in judgment. That's right. Mm-hmm. Then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken taken and the other other left left. two women shall be grinding at the mill the one shall be taken so just as in verses 37 38 and 39 those who were taken Hmm. were taken in judgment it's the same here remember it's zechariah chapter i'm sorry it's Zechariah chapter, I'm finding it, chapter 13 tells us only one third of the Jews are going to survive yes. the judgment. Yes. And that is what Christ is referencing in the very chapter we're in, chapter 24. I referenced verse 13, but he that shall endure unto the end the same shall be saved. Well, guess what? One of the women who's at the mill is going to be taken away. Be taken One away. of the, the field is going to be taken away um, in the judgment. So anyway, I just wanted to mention that because, yeah, again, we, we, say... just, we so have it in our mind. Oh, right. the one taken away was taken in rapture. So if you bring... Okay, so then you bring the principle of a mystery to bear on that, right? You have to, you have to keep things in tension. You have to remember, okay, well, clearly if Paul is revealing something, behold, I show you a mystery... 
then what Jesus is talking about in Matthew 24 is not the same thing. Correct. It's not the same thing. So that's the premise of this podcast. Because, oh, I'm it sorry. Would, it would defeat mystery. Yes, mm-hmm. because if Jesus is revealing the mystery that Paul revealed, then Paul didn't reveal the mystery. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you, if, you know, we're not going to be able to develop all of Matthew 25, but he's continuing mm-hmm. to preach, um, and he develops, you know, their understanding expands their understanding of the kingdom of heaven and the coming of the Son of Man. So, for example, uh, verse 31, right, of chapter 25, Matthew, when the Son of Man shall come in his glory. So he's already told them when he's coming, right? But when when he comes, what's he going to do? And all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory, and before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another. Okay, so would you say that that in Matthew 24, that whole, the one taken and the other left is expanded in verses 31 through 46? I believe 31 through 46 is primarily the judgment of the nations. Okay. Which is Zechariah, I know I go back to Zechariah a lot, but Zechariah has, I believe that is Zechariah 2. Okay. Um, behold, I will shake mine. Okay. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, after the glory hath he sent me unto the nations which spoiled you. For he that toucheth you toucheth the apple of his eye. Hmm. For behold, I will shake mine hand upon them, and they shall be a spoil to their servants. And ye shall know that the Lord of hosts hath sent me. Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion, for lo, I come, and I will dwell in the midst of thee, saith the Lord. And many nations shall be joined to the Lord in that day, and shall be my people, and I will dwell in the midst of thee, and thou shalt know that the Lord of hosts hath sent me unto thee. So I I believe Matthew 25, the sheep and the goats, is God is judging between those nations that have cared for his people sure. and those nations that have not. Okay, but is it is it here's what I'm wondering. Is I Jesus can see your point. is he is he teaching something and then circling back and expanding Right. Like he often does. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when in in the mind of a disciple who's listening to this, what do you mean there's two women Two women grinding at the mill, and the one one is taken, and the other left. And then he b- teaches through parables, right? Ver- then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins. Uh, vir- virgins, Matthew twenty five one, uh, verse fourteen. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country. Here's what I noted in my study. I noted the the weeping and gnashing of teeth. Okay. Uh, for example, in in verse 51 of Matthew 24, uh, we read, uh, And shall cut him asunder and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Okay, so, so we have, I, I just mark these things, and then I look at what's going on between them. Okay, so then you have the same weeping and gnashing of teeth uh, in verse 30 of Matthew 25. Uh, you have it also, if you look at verse 46, okay, you have, I would say, similar language, but not identical. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. So I'm just wondering, is he just teaching the same thing in loops? Hmm. And when we look at these two women, is that is that a single verse description of the sheep and goats judgment. Otherwise, we have to answer the question, well, where is the one that's taken being taken away to? We would say taken unto judgment. So is there a judgment upon individuals and then a judgment upon the nations that's separate? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How how do we reconcile that? Do you follow what I'm asking? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, we know from chapter 24 that I believe this speaks to, okay, when the abomination comes, 
there are going to be those who are going to escape the city, Jerusalem. Okay. But then there are going to be those who cannot. Okay. Yeah. Or who won't. Yeah. That's the reference to um, neither on the Sabbath day, verse 20. Notice it says, but pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. Well, why, why is that going to matter? Well, the winter would be the harshest weather conditions. But also if it's on a Sabbath day, the Bible tells us that these Orthodox Jews who don't believe, they will only, the Bible defines a Sabbath day's journey. It's like two miles. Uh, that's Acts 1, verse, uh, let's see. And they're going to wish they'd gotten a lot further. Is yeah. Than two miles. Right. They're not even going to get past the Mount of Olives. Um, it's Acts 1, verse 12. Then returned they unto Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet. So if you look geographically at Israel, the Mount of Olives is like two miles from Jerusalem, which is from Jerusalem a Sabbath day's journey. Hmm. Well, a man ought to be able to travel further than a couple miles in a whole day. But again, these are those who, who will not leave. The law is going to prevent them from yeah. even, you know, they're so blinded by their law that they won't even escape the judgment when they are able. So it talks about um, woe unto them that are with child and to them that give suck in those days. But pray that your flight be not. And so it's talking about things that would physically hinder them from being able to escape hmm. Jerusalem. Um, and what I believe God is saying here is that there are going to be those who escape and those who do not escape, is what is saying in the first part. So now, I know what you're saying right. is pertains to the coming of. Christ. Mm -hmm. Well, and here's the thing, verse 39, the last the right. last clause this is says, so shall also the coming of the son of man be. Then, okay, well what is the antecedent of then? What Correct. is the coming of the son of man? Correct. So at the coming of the son of man shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. Yeah. So that's I'm just that's where I'm coming from. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. I do believe the women here is still Israel. Mm -hmm. Israel is many times shown as a woman. Um, so it means that the coming of the Son of Man, this this judgment that comes, one is going to be left and one is going to be taken away. Okay. And exactly what that means. And, and what it I'd looks have like... to submit to you all. Okay. <laughs> Because I, I, I just don't believe the judgment of the nations happens until, but I could be dead wrong. And well, like we've said in these podcasts, I'm more than willing to learn. Because at some point in, in Matthew 25, at some point, when the Son of Man shall come in his glory. Okay, so we have that same verbiage, the Son of Man coming. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him. Okay. Um, hmm. I wonder if that's holy angels. I just had to pause easy, and think. Easy. <laughs> well, Peter had an angel, right? Um, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory, and before him shall be gathered all nations. So, so every whether you if 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 there's a person, a human being who is living at this time, they're going to be gathered before Christ's throne on the earth. Yes. Doesn't matter if they're on the opposite side of the earth; they will be gathered, and then he's going to separate them, one from another. Sheep on the right, goats on the left, and then here's the thing. Okay, okay. So when we say that back in uh, verse number thirteen, he that shall endure unto the end, right? The same shall be saved. You find that. In verse chapter 25, and this is me thinking through this real time, what does it mean for someone to endure until the end? Well, when it comes to the sheep and the goats judgment, the sheep are those that cared for Israel, 
when others did not. Mm-hmm. Correct. They mm-hmm. endured in that. So it's just it is uh, it's a fascinating passage. The whole premise of the podcast was just to say, hey, listen, this isn't the same as the rapture of the church. And so we can't pretend to have all the answers as to what is how But I think what we're also out. trying to show in this podcast episode, if we do not consider the doctrine of mystery, mm-hmm. then we can misassign this text and false doctrine comes from it, whether yes. it's pre-wrath theory, whether it's post-millennial, whether it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's even a wrong view of missions. You know, for example, we know... we. I've certainly seen things like medical missions or um, fresh clean water missions, where the tar you know the, the target is to feed the hungry and supply clean water for the thirsty and yes, clothe that's a good point. Yeah. right, and that becomes the focus of missions. It's what's called the social gospel, right. Yes, right? And their premise for the social gospel is Matthew twenty five. Matthew twenty five, thirty five, and thirty six. Mm-hmm. Which while we would not say, we would say those are certainly good things to do for people. Sure. That is not the gospel that we are to declare right. and to preach. The gospel we declare is the First Corinthians 15 gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection. And can of we Jesus say Christ. verses 35? That's not even the gospel at all. Sure. Yeah. God's not. Christ isn't even bringing up the gospel because these nations that are going to be joined unto the Lord in that day, it's not because they believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. It's because how they've treated the apple of his eye, Israel. Israel. Mm-hmm. Because again, there's going to be millions, perhaps billions of lost people on the earth during the millennial kingdom. Mm-hmm. I mean, who is Satan going to deceive? And the Bible says he's going to deceive them and bring them... Uh, oh, when he gets when he gets free from the bottom. When he gets loosed, yeah. right? So, well, okay. And to jump on that, I mean, that's that is when he's released from the bottomless pit. That's a thousand years. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many people are born upon the how earth? How many in a thousand are, years? How are the nations even constructed and ordered at that time? Yeah. You know, is is Germany Germany at that time? Mm. Well, the Bible you know, says is, Christ is going to rule with a rod of iron. Sure. Which, if there's just peace and harmony on the earth, what does he need to rule with a rod, a rod of iron? Of iron sure. For? Yeah. Right. Um, Can I ask a question? Change the subject violently. Okay. I have two questions. The first is uh, eagles' wings. Israel being taken up with eagles' wings, literal or figurative? See the reference that they shall mount up with wings <laughs> <Yeah>. as eagles. <laughs> they shall. That's to the nation of Israel. I, I know it, it makes a beautiful song, and um, you know, I you know, here's what I've found since I've become since I've become right division. I get said, even of my own family, oh, you're just taking all these wonderful things away from us. <laughs> you know, just yeah. no more can I... I like Psalm 23. I know. <laughs> I like these little songs. Every promise in the book is mine. Yeah. You know, and so I'm the Professor Doom yeah. who says, well, that's not that's written, right. Right. written about us. Uh, it's there for our learning. Do I believe... Let, let me... Hold on. Let me let me think on that. Okay, you can uh, you can pass. It's fine. You can say I'm, I'm, I'd rather study that out. There's different. Um, I can ask an easier the one. The reference to eagles' wings um, is very interesting. For instance, the only reference that people try to say, you know, have you ever thought where an angel is a woman with wings? Sure. Well, they don't get that reference from the Bible. The only reference is in. It's in Zechariah. And it's the it's the women with stork. Notice it's the wings of a stork. stork right. It's not. And you've got the ephah and all that. So what I told our folks is is when wings are mentioned in reference to Israel, I believe it's eagles' wings. And not the wings of a stork, but eagles' wings. And I referenced Isaiah 41 as well as Revelation chapter number 12. That's what I was just reading, Revelation 12, 14. Right. 
So, and the woman where it says upon eagle's wings. Yeah, and the woman isn't that which, Lord that of the Rings? Israel. Yes, where yeah. he the eagles. <laughs> the movie could have been totally shorter if they just took the eagle on the way in. Okay, right. That's true. Yeah. Why didn't they do that? They just fly, just well, just because put the Hobbit on the back of the eagle, right. fly it and in, drop it over, mission into yeah. Mount Doom, get a like few all, all kamikaze yeah, on there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get a few distractions. Other eagles with different hobbits on. We there. just right. really right. went down a road. <laughs> <laughs> Revelation twelve fourteen and the woman were and and to the woman were given, which the woman would be Israel, were given two wings of a great eagle. They shall mount yeah. up. <laughs> Not to be that, fair. That she might fly into the wilderness into her place where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time. And to be fair, Israel as a nation of course. is identified as one woman. Yes. You know what I mean? So yes. it's, it's clearly, you know what you're looking at. Yeah. Like so, this is a nation. It's not. Right. So right. the eagle's wings could be. Well, when, it, when the Bible mentions that God has wings, you know, it, where it doesn't use like or as. Is that Psalm 91? I can hide in the shadow of thy wings till these calamities be overpassed. Yeah. Um, does God have wings? But he, <laughs> and this is, you know, this is, he doesn't? You say he doesn't? No, I was just doing the... How does he fly? <laughs> those, but those anthropomorphisms, sometimes they're called that. I don't know what you would that call... That would be an anthropomorphism. It would be like an animal porthrism. That you just made that word. Up. I did. <laughs> the sons of God, <laughs> but it does help us understand. Oh. I'm trying to think how we get from mysteries to. You were supposed to be mysteries, Chad. Yes. Well, I have another Stop question. Asking these questions. This is, this okay, is, this that was your first question. The after which I'm not sure I have the huge. The after part. <laughs> so what yeah. was your second question? The second is this. Okay, in Matthew 24, when the stars are falling. Oh, okay. Boy. Right. What are you oboing for? <laughs> for? Oh, oh man, boy. stars shall fall from heaven. Verse 29 of Matthew 24, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. Um, well, are those stars, that's the remnants of the war in heaven? Mm-hmm. The Bible says they should be cast into the earth. I believe that, yeah. Um, that's Revelation 12. That's uh, the powers, and it says heavens. Right. So there's that. Would, I believe that would be the first I believe second. that's part of the... You know, I, I believe Christ is literally going to fight his way to the earth, that the moon shall become blood is literal. Mm-hmm. We talked about angel blood. I believe that. Ye shall die as men. Yes. Uh, Psalm 82, how does a man die according to the scriptures? He sheds his blood. Um, the moon shall become blood, will be blood from the enemies of God. Isaiah 34 says, I will bathe, bathe my, sword my sword in heaven. In heaven. Um, Vesture dipped in blood. He's going to be covered with the remnant of his battle to the earth to redeem his people. Sure, yes. I believe, I believe all that is literal. Yeah. Because um, it's a sign to the Jew. It has to be literal. Right, mm, right. They, they can't see spiritual things. Sure. So Blindness well, has him. That's another mystery, right? Blindness has in part happened unto the Jew Israel. Correct. Okay. That's Romans 11. Um, no. So I forgot what your original well, question was. Well, you know, was. I just, do we, so the stars that oh, are referred yes. to. Okay. Right. Are um, they the balls of gas? Man, I don't want to be the, the weird guy, but sometimes I look up and I'm like, okay, are those just giant, you know, balls of gas or is there something else to be understood there? It's true because you notice the distinction that what we, our sun, and I, you know, that's what the Bible calls it, is never called a star. No. Sure. It's not called a star. Now, science calls the sun a star. Right. But the Bible never does. Um, Genesis 1, the greater light to rule the, uh, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. And then the Bible says, and he made the stars also. So whatever the greater light is to rule the day is not listed with the stars. With the stars. Sure. So, I guess the sun is a ball of gas that, um, you know, warms the earth and heats the earth, heats the earth. But, you know, I can, you know, when the Bible mentions stars and those stars falling into the earth, 
I, I do believe that those are angels. Yeah. That are, these would be mm-hmm. those angels that are with the dragon mm-hmm. that are being cast unto the earth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because the earth, the reason they're being cast to the earth is the Bible tells us that they no longer have access. Christ has just taken, because right now the cosmos is the kingdom of the dragon. Yeah. But he's going to be cast from his own kingdom. And how does the Bible reference it? Can I tell you what I wonder? Isn't that Revelation 12 as well? It is. Oh, this is what I want to say, verse 8. And prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. So that means he's being cast from his own kingdom. And he's thrown unto the earth, which is the focus of God's judgment Mm -hmm. is upon the earth. So they are being... With just to preface that, remember, heaven in verse 8 is not talking about the throne room of Revelation 4 or 5. That's referring to the second heaven. Correct. Yes. And verse 9 says, he was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. So... I believe those are the stars, the stars that fall that are in cast Matthew into 24. the earth. Yes, correct. Hmm. It is the dragon and his angels. Which, if you understand it that way, then you can kind of understand or or picture for a person who is living through, or like you said, the Jew mm-hmm. living through the time of Jacob's trouble, to see the stars of heaven, which for their for all their years had never changed, been consistent, all of a sudden to be dropping like flies. You know, yeah. that would be it's a sign nuts. It's a sign yeah. to them, yeah. yeah. Just think about what kind of destruction that's going to bring to the earth. Hmm. I mean, you have a, what was it, the meteor that hit in Russia a few years ago that was the mm-hmm. size like of, I don't even know what it like was. Like a car. Yes. It was like yeah. a VW Bug. Right. And thankfully it hit water and, um, yeah. It's wild. It is. It's It's crazy yeah nuts but study mysteries i don't know i I know we get sidetracked a little bit i think i think it was important for us none of these things in matthew 24 matthew 25 revelation 12 to you me none of these things matter to uh they matter because of scripture but we're not going to be here for that they don't rattle my cage no because of pertain to us because of a mystery Correct. A mystery was revealed to us in 1 Corinthians 15, which allows us to approach those scriptures and go, huh, all right. Right. We're out of here. Well, we're because not appointed if you to didn't wrath. have those mysteries, that's right. Your interpretation of those of those things changes dramatically. It, it goes back to the mysteries. Right. Mm-hmm. Very good. Well, that was now fun. That's just the start. I think we're going to, I think we should spend several. There's a lot more mysteries. On the you mysteries. Know, the, yeah. A major mystery is how the Jew and Gentile are one in The mystery of iniquity. That is mystery Babylon. Mystery Babylon. In Revelation 17. Yes. Mm. Well, we're going to wrap up at this time. Uh, You'll just have to wait until next time to see what our topic is going to be the next time. But thank you for joining us. I hope this was helpful for you. Sometimes as we do these episodes, we're just getting our mind around it during the episode itself. Yeah. Um, but we are thankful that you've joined us today. Hope you have another great week. And back in the studio.